Welcome to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. My name is Brandon Adams, lifestyle entrepreneur and inventor, passionate about helping others with creating something great and becoming unforgettable. Each week, we discuss helpful tips on becoming a successful entrepreneur and interview other entrepreneurs and inspirational people. Our goal is to help take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now, let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brennan C. Adams. I'm driving in, I think I'm in Tennessee. I don't even know right now. I've been driving. Um, I was in Wise, Virginia today filming. Uh, We were filming for Think. We interviewed four entrepreneurs. Um, And I'm going to share with you soon, I'll share with you in a bit here, what I learned from them. And I also got to meet uh, the family of thinking or Napoleon Hill. I met Napoleon Hill's grandson and also his nephew and learned from them and talk about a great honor. Um, but I want to uh, go back a little bit and talk about my journey over the past five days here and kind of what I have coming up. But I figured out I have nine plane rides. I've already done a good chunk of them, but nine plane rides in nine days and traveling all over. And what I've learned, some of the things I've done on my comfort zone and the experience I've had and how it's really even made me more experienced as an entrepreneur, but I opened up many doors. So first off, I mean, I left, it was Thursday, no, Friday morning. So I went on and I what I had planned here for about a month now to go film for John Lee Dumas, we wanted to go film uh, the Kickstarter campaign. He's going to be doing a Kickstarter for the Mastery Journal, which we did the the Freedom Journal, and that's where we had raised close to half a million in 33 days, the sixth largest crowdfunding history for a, a publishing for the, a book. Um, and then we uh, what we're going to introduce in January, we're going to do another campaign for the Mastery Journal, which is it focused on discipline, focus, um, and basically different areas of your life, how you can master things. And um, it'll be like the next step from the Freedom Journal. But we had planned that trip uh, to go film in Puerto Rico. But then I also had the opportunity to go to Napoleon Hill Day um, and also go film with the Think Team. And I had to make a lot of changes in my schedule that I part of me is like, ah, oh, why take all the time and energy? Why try to do all these different changes to make it happen and also spend an extra $1,000 uh, with traveling? Um, but I, you know what? I, I saw that part of me was testing myself, and I'm like, screw it, I'm gonna do it. And I made it happen because, and I had to like find a way to be able to get to this event at 6 p.m. Sunday night when I was already flying out of Puerto Rico at 6 a.m. So I ended up making it happen, and uh, I'll share with you soon why the actual benefit me. And I found out in life when you you do things out of your comfort zone, you test yourself do things that scare you or something that really makes more work for you um, sometimes, and actually you get rewarded. It's like you're tested, and great things happen because of it. And that, over time after time, that's happened to me in life. Um, that's why I always push people to go out of their comfort zone and to to always be pushing themselves to become better, to grow, and uh, just go out of their comfort zone. So back to the trip. So we left Thursday. We uh, left 6 a.m. I woke up at like 3 a.m. We flew out of Des Moines at 6 a.m. And we were in Puerto Rico. Chris Lowe, a videographer, 
we traveled together and we got to Puerto Rico at two in the afternoon. And then we basically like drove, it felt like we drove through the jungle. The MapQuest took us through this random route. But then we got to John Lee Dubas's with, by the way, he has a baller house. I think you look at gillfire.com forward slash crib. Um, and it has like a 15 minute video showing his house. But we stayed at his house for two days. He has like six bathrooms, six showers, like just insane amount, a big pool, hot tub, like all these things. But it's just so awesome. And the view is like the best view I've ever seen. Um, an infinity pool, everything. So we got there, we we started filming, we got some drone footage, and then on Saturday we knocked out the video. Like we literally, um, we almost got the whole video done. It'd be like a two and a half minute crowdfunding video in a matter of like four hours. And uh, anyways, we filmed, and then John and I actually sat by the pool as Chris was um, editing. Because when Chris gets in zone mode, like he literally can knock out videos left and right. He's so good at what he does. We got a lot of it done. We did uh, John's podcast room, which wow, I'm jealous. It just it's insanely awesome. Um, he's got a button where it'll his podcast um, table and computer and everything and mic like it'll elevate up. So if you want to sit down, he can. But if you want to stand up, it'll elevate up automatically. Um, and the, just the visuals he has in the room, like it's an epic room. Um, we filmed some of that, and then we got the video done. And after that, we actually went to go experience Puerto Rico. Um, and even that morning, I got tested a little bit. John took me on a run, so we ran up this hill. And he's like, oh, it's it's two miles or whatever. I'm okay. I haven't ran in a while, but I used to run like three miles all the time. We ran, and this was like no regular run. Like we ran, it was rocks, the road, it was sun was coming up, and then Chris had did the drone. So we're running up this hill, and a drone, he was out, like we're out like three quarters of a mile, and this drone is flying over us, filming us. And anyways, we got halfway into the run, and oh my God, it was one of the steepest hills I've ever ran. I I hadn't pushed my body that much in a long time, and I am the kind of person very competitive, so I'm running alongside John, and he's like getting ahead of me, and like I, part of me is like mentally like I want to stop, but like I wasn't gonna stop. And it's it's funny how that works. We surround ourselves with people that push ourselves. You get better. And John even said the same when we got done. He's like, uh, you know, like you pushed me to go nonstop to get to the top. So we we ran to the top of the hill. I felt like I was gonna have a heart attack. And we got filmed on the very top. Great view. It's 2.1 miles, and then we ran back down. So we did that run, and uh, he does that every single day. But the thing, the little trick he told me afterwards, he said, of all the people I've had come here visit so far, like nobody's been able to make it to the top. And he even said, he admitted, that was the first time he ran to the very top uh, ever, like without stopping. Um, he's always ran it, but like he stops at a certain point. And he said, the reason being, he. I pushed him to go farther, and he didn't want some 26-year-old kid to show up John Lee Dumas. Um, well, John beat me, but uh, that goes to show when you surround yourself with people that are competitive and strive to become great, you become better. So for me, like if I was by, by myself, I probably would have stopped. I probably would have went up the hill, just as John would have done the same. That's why you need somebody accountability to make you better, and that's in life if you have a coach for the gym, for your business, everything. It's proven. I mean, you need a coach. You need somebody to push you. 
Um, you can only push yourself so far. Uh, but John, John pushed me in that. So that's just a little short story on how, I mean, you really got to push yourself and try to sell people that push you. So we did that, went out and uh, did some filming in the area where John's at, got a great video. And then uh, that was a short trip, not even 48 hours. And then ended up getting on a plane the next day, woke up at 2.30 a.m. Chris and I drove an hour to San Juan. We got on a plane. We flew to Miami. And then in Miami, got on a plane and went to Charlotte. At that point, originally I planned to go back to Moyne, but I remember I made the decision to do something out of my comfort zone and just say screw it and find a way to get to this event in Wise, Virginia at 6 p.m. Sunday night. I originally tried to figure out how I could get back to Moyne and then get on a plane to get back. But Wise, Virginia is like in the middle of nowhere. So the Tri-Cities Regional Airport or whatever it's called, it's a little airport, but it's an hour and a half from Wise, Virginia. So I looked at the map. I'm like, okay, I'm going to Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, is it North Carolina? Sorry for even, not even know that, but Charlotte. <laughs> um, anyways, went there and uh, I realized like if I just get off there, don't go on my plane that I already paid for, take a rental car all the way to Wise, Virginia, I can get there and then I can always take a one-way plane back, which I'm driving to uh, Nashville now. Uh, it's Monday night here. But then I'll tomorrow morning get on a plane from Nashville and go back to Des Moines. But I, what I did is got off the plane. Chris went to Des Moines. I got in a rental car. I drove five hours to Wise, Virginia. And I made it to the event. And you know what? Because I made it, not only did I get the, the honor to be at the Napoleon Hill Day event, but I got announced in front of everybody as the financial advisor for Think, the legacy of Think of Rich. I'm actually a part of the team of Think now because I've added value. I'm part of the team. Not only am I in the film, but I'm part of the Think team. Great crew. But also, I got to sit next to uh, J.B. Hill, which is Napoleon Hill's grandson. And he got he told stories about um, Napoleon that I've never heard before and just shared some great stuff that I really relate to. I thanked him afterwards for what his, his grandpa had done, uh, how it's uh, the book has affected my life since I was 21. The past five years allowed me to get to where I am today. And I've helped many other people led them to it as well. So that was a great experience. And then today, I also got the experience we filmed for entrepreneurs. And just to see these people light up and their life be changed by Napoleon Hill and the book Think and Grow Rich, it's amazing. I mean, these are people that have generated hundreds of millions of dollars of a profit in their life. They've done successful things. They've had unique stories. There's so many successful people out there, and almost all of them have read the book Think and Grow Rich. But the principles of Think and Grow Rich, you know, a lot of people, successful people, even if they haven't read the book, they've applied the principles already. I realized I even was applying the principles that when I was younger before I even read the book. But, uh, I mean, you read the book, it really all makes sense. But there's one story I want to share with you that's very unique and it's inspirational. I got to sit across from this man and uh, I felt like I was like on cloud nine and like this, the experience was so surreal and just crazy. I can't even explain it. But uh, his name was Jim Stovall and he's the main guy they brought in and we interviewed him for the, for Think. He had one of the best stories. So Jim Stovall, 
uh, was going to be a, a professional football player, and he, uh, at age of 29, lost his eyesight. He got some kind of disease, lost his eyesight, and went blind. And he's been blind for 25 years now. So he's been blind. And when he first was blind, he, he wanted to give up. He, and he told this whole story. And this is something you really need to hear because when you hear his story, you're going to realize, like, whatever situation you have, it's not bad. And it can always get better if you just have the positive mindset and don't bitch and whine and complain about how your fucking life is, is bad or things are against you or how you can't do something. That's bullshit. So Jim Stovall's blind. And he, he thought he had it all and he lost his little eyesight. And he sat in this room. He'd sit in a room, a uh, small room, like a, a cubicle almost, and he would listen to these audiobooks, and he would just stay trapped in that room. And then one day he had this big moment in his life where he went and he actually went outside of his house and he walked to his mailbox and he grabbed something out of the mailbox. But when he walked there, he noticed that his curb was really close. I mean, right as he walked by his new mailbox, there was a curb, but he noticed it was, he had realized that it was a road that led to another road and to another road and how it was one of the most beautiful roads and neighborhoods ever, something he never really noticed before because he didn't take the time to notice. And he realized, like, wow, like, I've been staying in this, this room and I, I'm complaining about how I'm blind but there's so much more opportunity out here. So many things I can do and experience. And then he got led to Napoleon Hill. And he read Thinking Where It's More. And he was always told that he was never going to have a life. He was going to be unhappy. And some people said, like, you're always going to have this cane. Uh, you won't be able to be successful. Women, uh, you won't be able to have a relationship and build wealth. Like, all these negative things. And... He told himself he could sit there and believe them negative things or he could have the powerful mindset of opportunity and getting the things he wanted in life and focus on them and go after them and take that leap. And yes, it may be a chance, but here's the deal. He'd much rather go after things in life and live a life of uncertainty and go out there and try new things to master it versus sitting and complaining and accepting his situation and just being what everybody said he'd be, somebody that's blind and can't do anything. So he made that decision to change his life around. And because of that, he has now become an author of over 30 books. And of his books, six of them have turned into movies. He is a very wealthy man that has success in all areas of his life. He, he's actually a part of a club that you can only be a part of the club if you're worth over $10 million, which he's a part of. And one thing he said in the, the, the club is they don't ask you, have you read the book Think and Grow Rich? They ask you, when was the first time you read Think and Grow Rich and how has it affected you in what ways? And he asked the person in front of the club, why do you ask that? How do you know everybody's read it? Because the instructor said, of all the years they've been doing it, every single person that's been a part of that club has read the book Thinking the Rich. So it's almost proven that almost all successful people have read the book. And it's changed their life. And the whole point of the story is Jim Stovall talk about uh, 
very positive-minded man who tells great stories, and he's going to be a great scene for the, the docudrama, think. But most people who are blind, or might be, is maybe they would accept their situation, or they could change it around and benefit from it and make a great life out of it. And that's what Jim Stovall did. And you know what Jim Stovall has actually also done? He has his disadvantage, and he uses it to his advantage, and he's created TV that caters to the blind. And I didn't understand this at first, but what it is, is when you watch TV, not only does it have sound, but it also is a narrator that says, like, every situation. For example, they walk in the room. He walks in the room. And, like, there's there's not only the, the voice part of it, but there's also another narrative of somebody saying where the person at is in the scene. Because he had watched different movies, and uh, he couldn't remember that he had watched the same movie over and over that he loved, but he remember watching the movies, and... He remember being lost and where he was in the movie. So we want to change that. So that's why he created the TV series. Now he has a huge TV network. Um, again, very successful person. And why? Well, yes, he read the book Thinking Rich. But also, he decided not to accept his current situation that was a disability or obstacle. He decided to have the mindset to profit from his disadvantage, but also to live a life of prosperity and love and growth. He didn't sit around and bitch about it that he was fucking blind. You know what he did? He got a positive attitude and now he's changing the world. And today alone, he spoke in front of 5,000 students. And he speaks all over the world. He's creating these great things to change lives. So, for you, what is your situation? What do you think is the, the thing that's holding you back? What limitations are you set up in your mind? What's that bullshit you keep telling yourself? You need to have a positive mindset. And whatever you think you can do, you can do. Whatever the mind sees and believes the mind achieves, what you think you can do, you can do. If you think you can't do it, you can't do it. So have that positive mindset and go after things. Do things that scare you. And again, for my trip, Nine plane rides in nine days. It's not quite nine, but this Thursday, I fly to, uh, to Orlando, then to Tampa, because I'm keynoting in front of over a thousand entrepreneurs at CEO conference with Kevin Harrington. And they're a great opportunity. I can't wait for it. But it goes back to my choice to do something on my comfort zone and make sure I made it to that event. And that event that I got to, not only did I get to meet Napoleon Hill's grandson, but I got to meet a lot of great people, and I got to experience more, and I got to sit in on four interviews today, and one being Jim Stovall, which I just shared the story with you, that his work inspired me, and hopefully inspires you now, and by me making it to that event, I had experience my own, but also I shared the experience with you and maybe it'll inspire you in some way. Or maybe you have somebody, a friend who is blind, who can relate to this. And maybe they can listen to this podcast show. It's the little things. And you need to constantly be doing things that go out of your comfort zone. You need to be pushing yourself all the time. And that's like right now, I'm in <clears throat> doing all my calls. I did four calls today with the people in my accelerator. And I'm pushing them all. And when they push themselves, all of them have, they're seeing great results. They're getting the accountability for me, but they're doing things out of their comfort zone and they're getting results. 
and I myself am doing things out of my comfort zone getting results. So in life, don't get comfortable. Do things out of your comfort zone. Do things that scare you. Get better. And you will see great things happen in your life. You're constantly getting tested. You're getting tested all the time. And you know when you have that choice to make a decision, back of your mind's like, I don't want to do it. But part of you says, you know what? I feel like I need to do this. Because if I don't, I'm going to regret it. And I guarantee you when you do do it, you're going to see experiences happen in your life and opportunities happen and doors are open that will give you some great things in life. And in my life, I've constantly done that. Over the past few years, I've consistently went out of my comfort zone and I've went to them events across the country. I've spent money to be with influential people. Like I spent an extra $1,000 just to be in a room now which resulted in being Napoleon Hill's grandson meeting him but I've done that I mean very consistently I'm always investing myself I'm doing things where most people think are crazy but they're not crazy they're me getting an opportunity to be somebody who's very influential because just one nugget from them can give me something that could change my life forever so for you do those things that scare you connect with influential people Find somebody who's already achieved what you want to achieve and follow in their footsteps. Again, push yourself. Travel. When you travel, you learn new things. You see new things. It's so great for a person. So, that's my experience on my travel. I hope you can relate to it. I hope you got something out of this. And really, I again, I urge you, always be pushing yourself. Whether it be that run up a hill like I had, um, whether it be going on that trip, investing in that that multi-thousand dollar package to get a mentor, uh, going to that uh, event across the country, or traveling across the country just to get 30 minutes of time from somebody that you look up to, an influencer. Do those things as I have done, and you will see true results. I promise you that. So that is it for today's show. Uh, before I go, I want to mention... My good friend Clayton Mooney and the friends at Kinosol have actually been on my podcast show before. Just go to uh, go to BrendanTadams.com and search Kinosol, and you'll see the, the episode we had. Um, it's a food dehydrator that uh, that dehydrates food and limits, eliminates post-harvest loss in foreign countries. But they're doing a Kickstarter campaign right now, and just go to Kickstarter, search Kinosol, K-I-N-O-S-O-L. And you'll find their their crowdfunding campaign. So pledge to the campaign. Every little bit counts. I pledged $100 to get my name engraved to donate a keto cell unit in a foreign country. Um, do what you can. They're a great cause. I really believe in them. If you want to learn more about them, again, go to the podcast show. Check it out. Search keto cell on BrendanTabs.com. And then also, if you can, even a dollar helps. Pledge at the keto cell campaign on Kickstarter. Appreciate it. I know they would too. And I guarantee you, I mean, I, the more you help people, the more it comes back in return. So someday maybe you'll want somebody to pledge your crowdfunding campaign. So that is it for today's show. I'm uh, going to be here an hour and a half to Nashville. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you learned something from it. And until next time, go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan T. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.